Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Is it really bad period symptoms? Or do I have a psychological condition called premenstrual dysphoric disorder? The What's Eating You podcast is a series of mental health topics that are designed to make you think, learn, educate, and validate. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the What Is Eating You podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Giorgio. I'm also a psychologist and I might sound a little bit funny today because I have no idea what is going on, but my throat is feeling a little bit funny today. I have been in Bali for almost 20 days now. Thank goodness I haven't gotten sick. I've been well, but I'm just hoping this is a 24-hour kind of bug. I don't feel sick. I just feel a bit nasally because I have to present in two days time. So I'm here on behalf of the National Women's Fitness Academy and I'm honored to be presenting to amazing women who are learning to become personal trainers. What I love about the Women's Fitness Academy is that they are so strong and passionate about women's health and mental health. And I love that the future of personal trainers are learning about eating disorders, neurodiversity, menopause, all of that that comes with age, that comes with diversity, that comes with being in a different body because, you know, health is not a one-size-fits-all and fitness is certainly not a one-size-fits-all. So I'm very grateful to be here. But yes, if my voice sounds a little bit croaky throughout this episode, please excuse me. I hope I feel better soon. All right. So this topic came up because I was actually speaking to two amazing women on the retreat who both have ADHD and they were talking about premenstrual dysphoric disorder. Now, it's a bit funny because it is in the DSM-5, which is the Bible or the book that we use to diagnose people, and it is a severe form of premenstrual syndrome. So let's go through it and then I'll talk about its relationship with ADHD. This is getting a lot more attention on social media. I mean, I never really heard of PMDD except for recent years. It's not something you really get trained on. It's not something you get told about in your training as a psychologist. So it really is something you need to kind of figure out and pick out. And it can be hard because 
what looks like, I guess, regular PMS can also be something much more serious. Okay, so if you menstruate, this is going to relate to you, or if you have a loved one who has PMDD, hopefully this episode can help you understand it a little bit better. A little disclaimer, this is not mental health advice or medical advice. Always speak to a professional. First things first, let's define what PMDD is. Premenstrual dysphoric disorder is a severe form of premenstrual syndrome known as PMS. While many people experience mild to moderate mood changes during that time of the month, irritability and physical discomfort in the days leading up to their period, PMDD is a whole different beast. It's characterized by intense emotional and physical symptoms that significantly impact a person's quality of life. To help us distinguish between PMDD and a rough period, we're going to look at the actual diagnostic criteria of mental health disorders. This is called the DSM-5 because we are in the fifth edition, but the newest one is called DSM-5-TR, which stands for text revised. And this is the criteria we use to diagnose mental health conditions. Now, according to the DSM-5, to be diagnosed with PMDD, a person must experience at least five of the following symptoms in the week before their period. So as you can imagine, to be diagnosed with this, you have to have been tracking or noticing this for a significant period of time because it has to occur around the same time every month. So symptom number one, marked mood swings, such as feeling very sad or hopeless. Number two, marked irritability, anger, or increased interpersonal conflict. So you see more people getting into arguments or wanting to stay away from people because they're scared of getting into arguments. Three, marked anxiety and tension. Four, a sense of being overwhelmed or out of control. Five, physical symptoms like breast tenderness, joint or muscle pain, and bloating. Now, the symptoms must be present in most menstrual cycles over the past year and should start to improve within a few days of the menstrual period's onset, with the symptoms being minimal or absent in the week post-period. Let's talk numbers. PMDD affects roughly 3-8% to of people of reproductive age. Now, these are people who've just been diagnosed and who have reported that they have it, so Statistics we always need to take with a grain of salt because, as always, there could be people out there who have it and have not reported it. It's more severe than regular PMS and it can lead to significant distress and impairment in daily life. Yet, it's important to know that not every severe case of PMS is PMDD. When I was speaking to the ladies today, they were saying they can tell because it's so hard to get out of bed. It's almost like a very severe depression, very severe anxiety, but it's at that same time every month. Now, PMDD is a mood disorder. So when we think of mood disorders, there's bipolar and this comes under that category. And it is a little bit controversial. Now, the depressive symptoms include irritability, anger, wanting to be socially isolated, heavy fatigue, struggling with concentration, there's a lot of physical symptoms and once your menstrual cycle starts, the symptoms dissipate. Whereas if it was, say, straight depression, depression is for a minimum of two weeks. 
Things can include crying very easily, uh, difficulty concentrating, but the difference is the pervasiveness of it and the impairment socially and occupationally. So people think, you know, it's so hard to get out of bed. They really struggle to be a mother. They struggle to show up for their children. They may have suicidal thoughts and they really, really don't feel like themselves. It's like when their period finishes, they think, who was that woman? It feels extreme. It can disrupt your daily life and damage relationships. A couple more of the emotional symptoms that we've mentioned, it could be loss of interest in things you used to enjoy, panic attacks, paranoia, sadness, and thoughts of suicide. You're probably thinking, what causes it? Experts are still trying to figure it out. They don't know the underlying cause, but they believe it's a response to the changing hormone levels that occur during your cycle. So throughout your cycle, your body goes through a natural rise and fall in its levels of the hormones estrogen and progesterone. This can have an effect on your levels of serotonin, which is a neurotransmitter that plays a big role in your mood. Also, people with PMDD might just simply be more sensitive to hormonal fluctuations. In 2017, researchers at the National Institutes of Health discovered that people with PMDD have genetic changes that make their cells overreact to estrogen and progesterone. They believe this overreaction may be responsible for PMDD symptoms. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is tricky as well to get diagnosed because it's not an area that a lot of psychologists, I guess, are trained in or learn about, but I've learned more about it just through learning about ADHD and that it does have a high comorbidity as well. It's also comorbid with depression and anxiety, but we really don't know. It can be a chicken and egg situation. Do the pre-existing mental health issues exacerbate PMDD or does PMDD contribute to the development of these conditions? Now, you're probably thinking, well, what do I do if I have this? How do I treat it? And we're going to go through that in one moment. Before I do, I want to talk about ADHD because there is an intersection with ADHD and PMDD for some menstruating women. So as we know, ADHD is a neurodevelopmental disorder characterized by symptoms of regulating your attention, hyperactivity, impulsivity. It's often diagnosed in childhood, but many people are now being diagnosed in adulthood. Now, the intersection of PMDD and ADHD 
can present a complex and challenging scenario if you have both. So the PMDD symptoms such as irritability, mood swings, emotional dysregulation can be worse in people with ADHD. Because people with ADHD already struggle with emotion regulation, with their attention, with their focus, they may find it even more challenging to manage their symptoms, focus on tasks, and control their feelings during the premenstrual phase. Now, the distinction is that there is some symptom overlap between PMDD and ADHD because irritability, impulsivity, and difficulty concentrating can be present in both. So it's hard to know what causes it. Now, the main difference is PMDD just comes at that time of the month, right? That week before you're menstruating, whereas ADHD is persistent. So whenever people ask me, is it ADHD? Is it anxiety? Is it depression? What is it? ADHD doesn't have a break. It's consistent challenges with focus, attention, concentration, zoning out, having difficulty with managing the time. Whereas anxiety and PMDD, it can flare up at particular times depending on the time of the month. And then with anxiety or depression, it can flare up depending on what's happening in your life. So is it treatable? What is the deal with it? What do we do if we think we have this? Now, to be honest, it's not much different to managing depression and trying to manage your hormones. So it is symptom management and it's about programming your environment. So what that means is it's about getting in tune with your cycle so you can prepare. If you know in a week or so that you're likely to have really bad PMDD symptoms, start putting a protocol in place. And even women on their period, I recommend this. If you know what's coming, set up your pre-menstrual protocol, let's call it that. What does that look like? Don't go so hard in the gym. Focus on doing nice, light exercise, stretching, walking, meditating, etc. It could also involve maybe less social activity. So don't overexert yourself, just being really in your rest and digest phase and really looking after your body, making sure you're getting enough sleep and you're going to bed early because sleep, lack of sleep can really affect your mood and it makes everything worse. It makes your cognitive capacity really challenging. It's harder to remember things. It's harder to concentrate. And when you're ready, have ADHD, that's a whole other challenge. The next thing is, apart from programming your environment for success, is also doing some cognitive behavioral therapy. So all my online programs include this. So CBT just means that your thoughts control how you feel. So when you're in that PMDD or even before that, if you've learned CBT, you can learn to rewire those thoughts. Or if you're having a thought like, no one needs me here, everyone would be better off without me, you're better able to say, you know what, that's not true. Like my family needs me. There's no evidence for this thought. It's just a thought. It's not a fact. And redirecting that effectively. But that is really hard to do in the moment. So when you are feeling well, I would do that thought challenging. And then when you're going through it, even using some mindfulness, noticing the thought, letting it go. Get support from others, whether it's your partner, whether it's your family members, let them know that you struggle around this time and let them know what will be helpful. Do they just need to hear you talk? Do you just need to be around other people? Do you need to 
you know, spend more time alone? What is it that you need? Medication. Medication could be an option for some people. So often it is antidepressants that are recommended. Now these are SSRIs, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. So all they do is allow more serotonin to the brain and also the other medication can be ones that help with your hormones. So some people may go on the pill or birth control, but again, it's so important to find your own protocol because many women have different reactions um, to the pill. Now I'm going to try and say this, but when we speak about birth control, gonadotrophin releasing hormone, GNRH agonists, such as luprolide, stop your ovaries from producing estrogen and progesterone. In very extreme cases, some women have even considered having hysterectomies because of just how debilitating it is, but it is such a big procedure and it's something you really need to consider. So just make sure you speak to your doctor or speak to your psychiatrist about it and see what the option is for you. But it is real, it is very debilitating and it can be extremely challenging to deal with. If you think this could be you, don't worry, it's okay. You can speak to your doctor about it, but I just want to make you mindful that even a diagnosis may not be super helpful for some people because there is no magic pill or there is no magic treatment. It is symptom management. That's it. It's about managing that time of the month, which you can start to make a protocol now. It's about knowing what you need in those times and living that out and then perhaps considering um, medication, but always speaking to your doctor about that as well. If you enjoyed this topic, let me know. I don't think I've spoken about PMDD on here before. At least I haven't spoken about it in a while, but I noticed that he's coming up a lot and a lot more women are believing that they may have it. So if this is you, know that you're not alone. And I just want to really validate and acknowledge that periods are not fun. I actually think they get worse with age, but I could be wrong. So know that your feelings are valid. And if you can't do the things you want to do during that time of the month, you're not alone. It doesn't make you lazy. It doesn't make you fat. It doesn't make you unsuccessful. It's a time to really self-care and have self-compassion. Us as women, we go through so much with our bodies. And when you're going through debilitating pain or, you know, some mental health challenges, it's not the time to beat yourself up, but it's the time to really pick yourself up, look after yourself and give yourself self-compassion like you would to a friend. As always, if you loved this, please let me know. Take a screenshot on Instagram. Let me know what you want to hear next. I'm always thinking of what to talk about. So if you have a topic, I always love hearing from the community and the audience. So please let me know if you have a desired topic you want me to speak about. Hope you've enjoyed this. Leave a review, leave a rating, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Hold 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.